All right. So how are you doing today, Miss Audrey? I am doing absolutely wonderful. It's Friday and it's about three weeks since Truck You released and we are very proud of it. Well, where are you coming from today? Atlanta. 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 Okay. I know you have something coming up tonight too. Tell everyone what's going on tonight. I don't think there's anything, Candy. There's nothing? Hmm. No, this. This. Okay. Well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Guys, you know me. I, I like to do my thing raw, natural, real, you know, and I just wanted to make sure that Miss Audrey gets enough time so we can talk about what's going on. You just mentioned truck you. Ooh, that's my jam. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how'd you get a little, how'd you get started? Well, actually, Candy, you know, a lot of my, my listeners don't know, but I've been at it for a very long time. I started back years ago on a show called Starting Over that was on NBC. And um, unfortunately, country music just wasn't ready. I mean, I did everything I could. I was, you know, put on NBC's platform, but country music was like, mm, we don't know about this. And um, I kind of faded away. Uh, I went on a little speaking engagement uh, never stopped writing, never stopped writing because it's just a passion of mine. And um, as this kind of came around, uh, Reese Palmer, who is also a Black female country singer, uh, put up a grant for um, some of the others who just hadn't caught a break or needed a little push. And uh, we used that grant to produce Truck You which I was just in the midst of writing when all of the grant stuff kind of came around. So it just seemed fitting that I would try to produce Truck You. You know what I mean? I had just kind of been working on it. It was starting to sound good to me. I don't play any instruments, but I know what it sounds like in my head because I have to sing it by melody into fruition. And um, I sang it for the producers, John Halcott, and Mark Russell, and they were like, we got to produce it. It's, it sounds like it's going to be good. And that's how we got here. And it's definitely, uh, I'll tell you what, it's very catchy. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's catchy. Like it. Thank well, what, you. What, what you got, what got interest, like what got you interested in um, country music? Uh, when I first started writing, like I said, I don't play instruments, but I can hear the melodies and the lyrics. I noticed pretty early on that my lyrical content was country. I knew that. Um, how do you how do you know that? What was distinctive uh, about it? Uh-huh. Uh, an example was something like uh, ladies beware because the trash man's coming. When he sees your truck, that means you best start running. And I was like, something about that. I'm like, that's not, I listened to R&B. I was like, that's not an R&B type of deal. And then the melody that I assigned to it was, ladies beware, cause the trash man's coming. And I'm like, this is country. This is country. And that's exactly what I did when I auditioned for Starting Over. And I said, I think I'm a black female country singer songwriter. I sang them some of my stuff and they were like, yep, 
you are. <laughs> and it, I mean, it just kind of just went its own thing. You know, it did its own thing. I knew it wasn't R&B and I listened to that. So I was like, this is not, this is something that was coming from a different part of me on the inside. Now, did you always listen to country music? Always, okay. always. Yep, I'm, uh, my mother is white, my dad is black. My dad comes from a really small town, Paoli, Indiana, the only black family. And I know my grandparents were maters, taters, like I know it, I remember it, yeah. So you're, okay, I was wondering what the Indiana connection was. Yep. Interesting. Well, come on now. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Have you ever visited Indianapolis? Oh, I'm from there. I was born. I was born in Paoli. Mm -hmm. And just came back from Indianapolis. I lived there. I had a beauty shop there for 11 years off of Michigan Road. That was my city. Mm -hmm. What? Come on now. That was my <laughs> city. What the trap? <laughs> I like that. See, I like that. Wow. Looking over everything, your bio and and, and looking over yeah. your social media. I'm like, she knows a few people from Indianapolis. What is her connection? I know a lot of people in Indianapolis. Yep. The thing wow. is though, Candy, I didn't sing country music in Indianapolis. This all started when I moved down to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, is it because Atlanta's kind of south, country south. What is what's, how that happened? Uh, I don't think Atlanta had any bearing on my abilities. I'm almost certain that it didn't. Um, it always seemed like it was something else innate that was coming out. Maybe even therapeutic wise, um, I wrote a lot of songs about things that were happening in my life. And they would come out uh, perfect country love songs and also hell raising songs. I'm quite a hell raiser and I don't hold back. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I hear your voice and your voice is stuff. We're not going to talk about the music just yet, but in your voice, you have a country accent. There's so a tag. Okay. There's so a how tag. did you get that from Indianapolis? I think I got that from my father's side of the family because we, my dad would tell you right now, he is definitely a country guy from Paoli, Indiana. He just is. And I don't know where I got this. That a lot of people say it's a Hoosier thing, but for me, it's just how I say things. And then you got some people who would be like, it's not country, but I'm like, well, you don't have to talk, you know, specifically country just to write and sing country music. I'm really tied into the UK. A lot of my promotional team is in the UK and they speak with a British accent, but when it comes time to singing, they are country. <laughs> oh, what? and, and that, that goes to show you like you just see it just because you see what you see or you hear what you hear you shouldn't judge a book by its cover so you absolutely never... absolutely candy wow okay in your bio you want to be what the female uh who was the famous country black country man charlie pride charlie pride now but... i'm gonna tell you what that's the first 
person that I saw that represented uh, country. Now, right now, right. For a lot of us, it is. For a lot of us, it is. Um, I did my research when this all first started. And one of the things that I was kind of disappointed about was that everybody knew the name Charlie Pride, which on one hand is ab absolutely you know, wonderful. But on the other hand, I thought that it was kind of sad that we didn't have any other names to go into that hat. And um, I thought this is kind of like, it's not real to me. There have to be other black female country people, black males, like what? So, you know, time has evolved. And yes, now we do have that. Now we have the Mickey Guytons and the Blanco Browns and the Breelands and the Kane Browns, like it's on now. So I think these, you know, these younger people, thank you, because I'm back. I've been See, doing this. <laughs> it just takes a it just takes time. It just takes time. You gotta hold on into there. And that's just like what yeah. I tell a lot of the people back then, 10, 15, 20 years ago, heck, probably 12 years ago, that modeling, modeling, you used to um, not see plus women and Plus women to them back then was anything over six, size six. Now it's open. It's like an open market for anything you're open doing in entertainment, market. no restrictions. And genuine, be yourself, be you. It is what it is. Yes, yes, yes. How did everything happen when you went to the NBC TV show? How did yeah. that? Okay, the actual experience, like, when I went, um, we were the last group to be auditioned. They had seen like a thousand people that day. And so they were like, okay, they were kind of over it. And so they were like, um, what's your deal? Like, what do you do? What is your deal? Why are you trying to start over? And when they got to me, I was like, I sing country music and I happen to be black. And they were like, okay, they already love you. And I was like, who? And I think the show back then was produced by Bunum and Murray, which did a lot of the real world, a lot of MTV stuff. And so um, before that meeting was over, they held me back and they said, they wanna see some pictures of you. So we're just gonna take some Polaroids and send them through. And the next thing you know, I was up singing something on a video and I was told I'd have to come back tomorrow. It went superb. And then we got to the show where we all lived in this big house and it was like, okay, somebody's trying to lose weight and somebody's trying to find a man and somebody's doing, and I'm like, honey, I'm just trying to sing these little country songs. I don't know what everybody's trying to do. And the actual show was like a roller coaster, okay? But I was able to do a concert out in Phoenix in front of about 15,000 people. And it was just mind blowing. Yes. And then they produced three songs for me and it just was like, ah, and then it just, it didn't, it didn't go. It was weird. How did you feel? Oh, I was disappointed. I was hurt 
disappointed. I couldn't figure out how a show that big was so quick to choose me on, on this platform, but the Nashville arena was like, not so fast, NBC, not so fast. And it's uh, ironic. One of the labels that came to see one of my performances is now the same label that signed Blanco Brown, who is a black male country singer. And it's like back then they just wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna they, happen. They knew what they wanted. They wanted specifically whatever they wanted and gave you guys that trickle up and trickle down. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I was disappointed. A of, and a lot of people don't realize that can mess with you mentally, you know. Oh, absolutely. I was devastated. I quit. I was like, I'm not doing this any longer. And then it was like, you know, people in my family were like, you can't ever really quit. I don't think the music will let you quit. And that is profound because the music that comes through these ears never stops. I have to stop it. I have to put the recording devices down and say, I'm not doing this today, but the music never stops. That's me. It's, it's always on. I've said it before always. on another show. It, I don't even have to have anything on. No radio or anything. Music is here and it's definitely Oh my here. goodness. So, it never stops. No. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Do you ever songwrite for anyone else? No. Um, open for it. Um, the only thing is that the stuff that I tend to write is really like, how do I say this? I deliver it the way I know that it has to go. Mm -hmm. If I find another singer who can do that as well, I'm in. But that's always been the problem too. It's like, oh, I need you to be gritty and kind of gut buckety and you got to mean truck you you know what I mean you got to mean this when you say this and it's like for a lot of singer songwriters see they didn't write it so they maybe don't mean it I mean it that's one thing about me I am genuine and when I write something I mean it I wrote truck you and it's not a joke there's a real truck in Indianapolis that my cousin owns that that song is about his truck I mean it I mean, I done rode in that truck, girl. And I told everybody then when we rode in it, truck, y'all, they mad. The horn is loud. He's a big, bright light coming down the road. I was like, honey, they are mad. Truck you. I meant you, Have you ever been to any of the, um, oh, those trucking events? Okay. That was another thing that started it. He took his truck in June. Uh, down to Daytona. I didn't go. I had uh, actually recently, I broke my wrist back then and I tore my Achilles. So I didn't go down to Daytona, but my cousin and I are pretty close. So I was like, you got to tell me everything because I'm a car fanatic. Okay. I have a 99 Corvette that I'm the only owner and I get it. Like I get 
the cars. So I'm like, were they looking? What was it? Were the lights on? Oh my God, did y'all go down the beach? You know, I'm asking a million questions. And then he's sending me everything that's on his truck. And he's naming stuff that I never heard. I was like, you done went too far. I don't know what coil over lift kits and all this truck word, you know what I mean? <laughs> but from what he gave me is how truck you came about. Yeah, he gave me enough. Now, from I have been a fan, a fan of, of cars, but I did grow up and my father would take me to car shows. We would go to car shows and things like that. And that still stick with me to this day. I like looking at trucks. I just, or excuse me, let me take it back. Vehicles, car shows. You know, I Absolutely. like, they're just so dope. Because one, I think one last year or a year before last, literally during the pandemic, whichever 2021, 2020. Um, but I happened to come across of a car show and I was like, oh yes, I gotta get out. And they had all the Mustangs. Oh, oh that's me. I'm like, what? What are y'all doing? Soon as I see a gathering, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on over here? I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, well, I get that. I'm I'm right here with you, right there with you. I get it. What's your biggest fear regarding the music industry? Mm, not being heard. Um, it's just a constant struggle and a constant fight. Um, there are so many singer songwriters, and I get it. And I get that, you know, I'm in another category because I, now I'm black and then I'm a black female, but I'm trying to go in a lane that I don't think is being fulfilled yet. And that is the, the hell raising black female that tells it like it is. We have a lot of black females right now in country that I always say they are, uh, rainbows and unicorns and they got the guitar and they so cute and they sweet I'm not that I'm not one of them I want to be known for what I know I am and that is the hellraiser I'm a truth teller I'm not shy I'm gonna tell you exactly what is supposed to go down <laughs> I'm gonna tell you so it's like that to me, I just want to be heard. I'm so excited right now, Candy, that Truck You is being heard. You know what I mean? There are dances. People are really getting into this song and I love it. I love it. It's definitely, it's a definitely catchy tune. When I heard it, I was like, now I have to tell you, we're going to talk about the production here in a second. But I was like, okay. I kind of hear, I most definitely hear the countryside, but I hear a little trap too. <laughs> I hear a little rock too. So that's I hear right. I love it. You know, that's another little genre out here right now is like country trap is out here. And I was like, okay, I didn't know I was going to be in that until I heard the beat that had been assigned to truck you. But when I heard the beat, I was like, oh my, this just took it completely to a whole nother thing. This is like, if you were confused, well, you're not now. You're like, I don't know what this is, but it's jamming. It and is. I was here for it, okay? 
you know, I I, I try to envision things, and uh, I can definitely hear a remix with a with a with a if you want to take it there after everything go. But I could hear a remix of some a rapper on the, and even a country star and even it a rock star. Be. So you could take that one song and have Man, one different. It can be all kind of things done to that song. It's wow. it's jamming. Look, I'm still excited. It's a cool song. Now, Mr. John, how did you get with him? Oh my goodness. Well, we're both from Indianapolis. Okay. And I reached out to John about 15 years ago, believe it or not. And we met here in Atlanta and he had already signed Reese Palmer to a label he was working with. Now, keep in mind, Reese's the one that gave me the grant to do Truck You. So I was like, wait a minute. Then John says, I can produce it for you. And I'm like, is that going to be right? Is she going to be mad if I use you? You know what I mean? I was like, we're all connected. I've been chasing Reese forever. Like I knew when I started Googling back then, I was like, ah, there's a girl who's doing it. You know what I mean? She's already doing it. I was like, this is crazy. But John was like, send me that over. I sent it to him very raw. And he said, girl, we about to do this. This is about to get done. And he came back with that beat. And I started really like hearing like, I can still sing it. You know what I mean? But it's just on a different beat, but it's going to make it. This is what's going to make it. I was so excited, super excited. I had to say, yeah, I like to sing on some, sometimes on my show. <laughs> so critique me, please critique me. Let me see. Riding around in my F-250, riding dirty because I, okay. Even <laughs> Because I can't drive dirty. Yeah. What? So I try, Saddling I, up. Mm. I'm not a singer, so but how did I do? I that was great. Yes. Yes. Everybody gets the driving around. Emma and then my dad tried to do it today. Honey, he made a whole new song. He didn't get none of them words right. He done made a song called New Rodeo. <laughs> oh, okay, well, we might have to see that. That's probably going to be your next next song that you're going to drop. Come on. <laughs> you got the words wrong, girl. I was done. I was done, okay. Did you think that because of you being Black was the reason why you didn't or haven't made it? Back then, yes. Um, more recently, I really had tapped out. I mean, I'm talking about down to the bottom. Yeah, I have had some issues myself and I tapped out. I was at the point of like throwing it all in the lake behind the house. I just had tapped out until- so good. Uh, thank you. But until my cousin bought that truck, that pulled me out. I just, just loved the truck. Know. I went to you Indianapolis. We rode around in that truck with that train horn. And I was like, you know, they got big cars. They drive around in Bentleys, and Escalades and Porsches. And I was like, y'all can keep all that. It's about this truck for me. Yeah, I fell in love with the truck. Fell How in has love. truck you been doing right now? It's performing extremely well. For some reason, it has taken off on TikTok. And I was never a TikTok. That wasn't my thing. 
I almost got a thousand followers now on TikTok. And these videos are, you know, they have, I think the highest video a lady used my song has 80,000 views. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, that is crazy. I was like, they're using this song on TikTok. Instagram is second. A lot of play on Instagram. A lot of trucking people. It's just crazy. Like I said, it's a very beautiful song. You have a very beautiful voice. And, you know, like again, you're welcome. When I do my research, I go back and look at some old videos and... I had you stuff. Know, you sound just like yourself. When, uh, I sound like the- myself. I do. I really love how when you did a recording, um, a Christmas song. I now, got I, a Christmas song. Yes, I did. I, that is just such a okay. So I listen to a lot of different music, but if I didn't know some of the songs that you were doing were covers until you said it, I wouldn't have never known it was somebody else's song because you sing it like so beautifully I wouldn't have never known thank you 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 are so welcome you're so welcome and yes it's not the singing for me that's another thing I've been in touch with I had a middle school choir teacher and I was always an alto and she would have to try to put me in my place like altos know how to harmonize naturally and Y'all stand out because y'all go in that under harmony. You know what I mean? And we know what we got to do. So we stand out. You know what I mean? And she was like, but I got to have you pull it back in, Miss Audrey, because you're not letting the soprano get their part out. And I would be like, oh, my goodness, Mrs. Hannah. And I was like, this is a mess to me. Blah, 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 blah. But at the end, I needed all of that. Okay. I needed that middle school and that high school choir. I was in high school choir till I graduated. And now I look back and I go, that's funny because at least I can sing what I write. You know what I mean? It was never about being no singer. I think I would have started earlier if it was just about being a singer. It was about the writing. I knew I could write that song. I could write that song. How many songs have you written? How many have, oh my do you goodness. have in your catalog? 250 easy and another 200 on cassettes, not nearly finished. Mm-mm. Saved them though. Got them all. And they're labeled on envelopes so I can go back and see. This is just the start of tears in my coffee. That's what the envelope would say. And then I can go back to it one day and go, what was tears in my coffee? You see what I mean? Yes, ma'am. We, we all have writing. a story to tell. We, if, if we just yes, sit there, we and sometimes we don't even have to think. It's like, maybe you might want to think, go, go back to a chronological order, but right. all you have to do is just let it come from here. Let it come, come from, from there. there it just fill out just so It's easy. gotten me a lot of places even on NBC starting over. That was just me telling them what I did. And they were like, I I didn't even want to go. The girl that I worked with made me go. I did not want to go. I sat there in a t-shirt and jeans and just kind of, yeah, 
And then they said, well, sing us something. And girl, I shouted out, uh, I want to love somebody, kiss me somebody, and hold me somebody new. And they were like, what is going on with you? I said, it's kind of like a jazz. I don't know what that is. But they liked it. It was crazy. My life is crazy. <laughs> Look, you ain't, you're not the only one. Come on. Everybody's got something crazy going on My at some point. The song. Now, the song that you did, that you was that the song that you actually wrote and, and you recorded on Starting Over? Yes, it is. Beautiful. For those yep. who don't know, can you tell, tell us about oh, that song. My. There's three songs, um, should be some YouTube videos. Uh, it was Another Night Alone, Those Were the Times, and I Want to Love Somebody. And I still am a fan of Another Night Alone, and I Want to Love Some. I mean, uh, Those Were the Times. I think those should be out. I think Those Were the Times is out. It's on Amazon. Those were the times, and that's the one that I remember. It's that's such a bomb. beautiful song. That's the bomb song. It is. Yeah. I love that. Now, is that, is that your song? Do you own it? My song. I wrote it. Yeah, my melody. I had uh, someone in Chicago put the music to it. I love it. Where are you at as far as a project? Are you just now starting with Truck well, You? Do you yeah, have Truck You was like a bigger launch you know, we really put a lot into it. So we decided to release it for real. You know what I mean? As a one song, we just like, it's so good. We got to let it out. But behind the scenes, uh, we are already discussing doing a few more songs, uh, maybe putting it as a collection, uh, like an EP. Uh, we haven't really discussed it much, but due to the success of Truck You, I know people are going to want to know, like, you got to give me something else. And it's like, oh, I got a whole bunch of something else's over here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the versatility because you can go from like you were, we were talking about a Christmas song, that type of melody, your uh, truck you. And then you have those the, were the Man. Those were the times. Yes, it's just I, I like the versatility there. So you're yeah. not just stuck talking about mm -mm. the blues per se, mm -mm. The normal mm -mm. typical country blues. Mm -mm. You come on, mm -mm. all over the place, yes. depending on what you want to hear, what you're in the mood for. You know, some of my stuff is definitely country, country. You know what I mean? Like it, it is. It's lyrically there. Um, I'm sure a producer could try to search around before they put a beat to help it. You know, I don't know what the new country, where are we even going with it? You know what I mean? I've got, you know, guys I listen to that are traditional country. I got girls I listen to that are traditional country. And then I got Breedlin, who's doing a gospel song right now that's to me not country. So it's like, where are we at, you know? Now, now, see, that's the thing. And I have noticed that over the years, country, just like with R&B, it's fusing. And those older categories yes. no longer exist. 
Well, let's say they're still right. there, but they're fusing them into it. Because look what they did with Taylor. Exactly. Taylor, it's like she started out country, now all of a sudden she's pop. Well, and, and look at you, look at Lil Nas X. How do you explain that? Yes. Yeah. See, it's hard to get a read, but like you said, I just need to stay true to to me. You know what I mean? I just are you, need to, are you afraid to be labeled as that angry black woman? Six, no, six I want years? to be. Okay. I want to be. Isn't that weird? I want to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she don't ne necessarily got to be an angry black woman, but she needs to be perceived as this is a little different from all the others. Do you see what I mean? Audrey Tucker is going to give it to you raw. That's what it is. It's going to be that. And it's not anything you can do about it because the lyrics and the melodies that I assigned to this stuff make it just that. It's going to be nothing like what's on the radio right now. And I know that. Mm -hmm. Well, I totally enjoy Truck You. Uh, I'm looking forward to your next up and coming songs. Uh, but, you know, Truck You is just very new. Just, what, February, late February. So we got to yep. keep getting it pushed out there. It's been about three weeks and it has done so well in such little time. Tell everyone where they can find Truck You. Oh my goodness. It is available for streaming everywhere. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. We just got added to Pandora, which was huge. Um, iHeartRadio, Tidal, most digital streaming platforms. And to my surprise, you can Google Audrey Tucker Truck You and it all comes up where you want to go. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm going to tell you what, guys, make sure that you support Miss Audrey Tucker. Thank I want to say, give a special thanks to Mr. John Alcott, because, you know, if it wasn't from him, then you know, I wouldn't be able to have this going on. So I thank you so much, Mr. John. Again, thank you for hooking this up. And um, is there anything else you'd like to share with everyone before we leave? Just come along and take this ride, folks. It's going to be a good ride. You want to hear some good music, some real genuine music that I write, sing for myself, uh, join in Audrey Tucker, Google me, truck you. Do you have a website or tell them what your social media is? Yes, um, I'm uh, Facebook, Audrey Tucker 3, Instagram, I think it's Audrey Tucker 3, uh, TikTok is hashtag truck you 22 come on folks let's do it let's take truck you to the top okay now well guys thank you so much miss audrey thank you so much for today's thank you, candy i appreciate it audrey i think we might be seeing each other really soon good hey now i'm just putting it in the air <laughs> guys thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the candy show make sure you subscribe to the youtube page candy productions two capital c number two make sure you follow instagram candy talk show candy like you know the candy that you eat candy with a c guys hit the website up to www.candyproductions2.biz guys thank you so much stay tuned for a new episode coming soon bye-bye bye-bye dear <laughs>